I always think I'm like, Spencer Sellins, world traveler. I lived in Korea for a year. I can handle this. And I'm like, day three, screaming at the locals. Yeah, I'm a foreign devil. What about it? I'd like to get you on a slow boat to China. All to hey everybody, welcome back to Tangents. <clears throat> no, I'm here, this is what, episode something. We're past 50 now. This is like 51, I think. I mean, this is, it's the big time, baby. So I'm joined by the big time himself, Mr. Big Time Timmer Jim. Jimmer Fredette. Jimmer, how are you? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you, Salty? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm a Kings fan, so I'm very salty. I'm here with my very good friend, uh, Mr. Andrew Brewer. Um, I wanted to have you on today because you were you were there for like a very interesting time of my life, our lives. So uh, that is true. Yeah. So I just basically I just want to like cut right to it. Like, so you and I we spent five weeks together in China, um, living basically like an Airbnb for work like we had just got hired by this company which side note legal tangents literally they made me blank 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 company they actually literally made me sign a um an nda almost not an nda but like you can't talk shit about this company on the internet no way yeah when you left yeah yeah oh my god insane right (laughs) absolutely insane but Anyway, so we were there. We had just got hired from this company because we, we used to have a boss who, I don't know, like, how would you describe, I mean, we'll just call him G. Oh, man. He was extremely demanding. Mm-hmm. He was also... Um, super intense. Super intense, yes. Super intense. And he loved to call you out if you did anything that... He did not think was like exceptional work. Yeah. You could not make a mistake and not just get torn to pieces Absolutely. by this man. But like then he also was like, "Hey, <clears throat> let's send these kids to China for work." Yeah. I mean, we ha- how long have we been there? We've been there for a month, two. I had so I I got hired as the janitor. Oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> they hired you as the janitor. I got hired as a janitor, and I worked there as a janitor for a month, and that's when I met G, Yeah, and he's like, you know, you should come interview to work with me in the international department, and I said, sure, and so I ended up getting a job as the international salesman, mm-hmm. or international, uh, what was it called? Sales engineer. Sales engineer, that's it. There we go. International sales engineer. And I'm not an engineer. So that was a adventure all on its own. Yeah. But I, I worked there for like three weeks mm-hmm. of getting to know you. And that's when he's like, all right, next week you guys are going to go to China <laughs> for 36 days. Yeah. I've, oh, my God. <laughs> we were there for so fucking long. It was so weird. Anyway, so they they sent us to China. I remember, I mean, I had barely, I barely knew you. Like we had spent maybe a week together working like as coworkers, maybe. Maybe. And it was, 
that week was just planning. So you're going to China. Like it wasn't <laughs> like it wasn't like doing anything. It was just like planning this thing that we're about to do. All we did was like we worked together on how to get our visa to get into China. Oh my god, I remember that. We had to go to like the embassy in Chicago or something. You were emailing that lady. Oh yeah. And we had to get those rushed visas and god. man, that was that was stressful. That was super stressful. We were writing down all the uh common Mandarin phrases. Uh, phrases. I wrote up I, I wrote up phrases. I wrote up phrases like a couple sheets. And I, I I don't even remember what it was. It was like hello and thank you. Like why would I write those down? I know how to say those fucking words. <laughs> like those are the two words that I knew. But I'm gonna write those down. Hey, we were super ambitious though. We were. We were. We were like, we're gonna come back and we're gonna be able to speak like some basic Mandarin Chinese. That didn't work out. <laughs> no, not that did at all. Not work out at all. <laughs> not by one bit. Oh my god. Okay, so the yeah, I don't need these fucking headphones anymore. Until this is like a real podcast where we're all wearing headphones, none of us are wearing <laughs> headphones. Okay, I'm an egalitarian podcaster. All right, <laughs> a podcaster for the people. For the people. For the people. God damn it! And remember that one time when that podcaster dude like started a communist regime out of his living room? It was. <laughs> <laughs> Communism tangents with Spencer Sellens. <laughs> Communism tangents with Comrade Sellens. Anywho, oh. I digress. You know, uh, the proletariat shall rise. Anywho, no, we were saying. So, what, what were you saying again? <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about how we were ambitiously trying oh, to learn yeah. Chinese. There we go. Amb- we were we were ambitious. That we let's see. So. I still can't get over the fact that our boss, like, he's super intense, super... He was trying to, like, make, like, this random dream team, I guess. Like, he was trying to, like, all right, I'm going to take these two scrubs and I'm going to build them up (laughs) into, like, I'm going to make this fat one, like, some sort of, like, sales sales rep. And he's going to, like, he's charming, but he's, um, what's the word? He's, uh, you know, he's not threatening because he's all jovial and he smiles and winks and, you know... (laughs) He asks you before he touches you. He's very, he's very <laughs> considerate, you know, very considerate. And then I'm gonna let this other dude who's just like a baller, but like <laughs> I'm, I'm getting everything mixed up. So I'm gonna get this guy. This guy, he's he's sharp. I'm gonna get the janitor, and I'm gonna make him a sales engineer. And then you guys are gonna go to China and build elevator machines at our upcoming factory. Whoo! Yeah, that. Um, we got our visas. We got everything we needed. We finally go. We go to China. So, real quick here. Okay. <laughs> Keep in mind, I I hardly know you at this point. You at pick, all. You pick me up in the rental car from my house. We drive to San Francisco to go to the airport. We get to the airport, and you got like this big hoodie on and a king's hat. And honestly, you, you looked a little like a goober. And I was like, oh, this is going to be kind of cool. I'm going to get to know this guy. And, and we're like making our way to the airport from the parking lot. And you just pull out this Rice Krispie, <laughs> this giant Rice crispy, And you're like, this is going to make the plane ride way better for me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Who is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, 
I do remember that. I barely knew you. And I'm just like, hey, here's the drugs I'm doing before I go on this plane. <laughs> anyway, let's get on board. And it, it, it was extra crazy because I knew you were new at the company. Mm-hmm. And I was new. And I had just like a few days before that had to take a drug test to get to work as a sales engineer. Oh, yeah. And I was like, holy shit, how did this guy get hired? And he's sitting here. How did he pass the drug test? I'm going to have to figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, so they didn't they they didn't piss test you to to be the janitor? Cuz I no. thought oh, really? That's, I thought they just kind of pit tested everyone to be to work there. No, it, it was when I had to when I got promoted after mm, a month. <laughs> that's hmm, well, whatever. That's odd. They're just just like, I don't know. That that place was so intense about like you have to be, I'm surprised they, they, they didn't just piss us everybody. That's my point. <laughs> yeah. Like, when I feel like the guy who's like cleaning shit high up on the rafters and like <laughs> dealing with cleaning chemicals and like, I feel like, you know, that is a person maybe more <laughs> likely than the keyboard, the keyboard warrior upstairs <laughs> in the office to hurt themselves and have to use the, the company insurance. God forbid, which is pretty much why they drug test you because it's True. like, their in their eyes it's like well i don't want you to be stoned and then you know fall <laughs> over and cost the company which they won't say that part out loud they'll say we care about your safety right, we care about you right. we want you to be safe at home on we care about your health we care about your health now you can drink yourself to death just just <laughs> just make sure you're at work hungover, and that's it we're gonna make sure you try to drink yourself to death when you go to china <laughs> oh god Let's put a pin in that one, buddy. <laughs> we'll come back to that one. Woo. Oh, boy. That was... Okay. So, we got, we're on the plane. We get... I don't remember anything specific from the plane. Do you? I do. Okay. Dude, that plane ride was miserable. <laughs> I don't remember it being fun. we didn't fun. have TVs or anything. We had 13 really? hours of sitting on that flight. There was no TVs. We were just sitting there cramped next to each other. All we had was our phones. And at that time, there wasn't just like, download everything you want to watch on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It was just like, mm-hmm. whatever's on your phone. That's what it is. That's what that's your entertainment for the next 13 hours. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was I. Oh, my God. I think I actually blocked that out of my memory because it was so miserable. It was brutal. Because I actually... You know what? I, it wasn't very potent, my, my Rice Krispie treat. So, like, <laughs> I just kind of got a little bit of a sugar rush and a head change, like, as we were, like, boarding. And then once we're in the air, it's like, I'm just cramped and and feeling like shit. Like, feeling like shit as in I hate flying now because unless I'm in, like, unless I have, like, I'm not in business class or first class a, a lot, ever. Uh, but... I'll tell you what, I can't fucking survive otherwise. Like my legs were so cramped that I oh, I'm yeah. the worst person to, I'm the worst person to be behind on a plane just because I'm just so mad at the world. <laughs> I'm so mad at the world that through through the world's decisions, not mine, the world's decisions that I am on this plane uncomfortable. <laughs> and I feel like the person in front of me needs to atone for the world's sins. Jesus did it. Why not this person? <laughs> I think it's rather selfish. It is. It's rather it selfish, selfish. To, I mean, because I'm like, I'm not purposefully kicking the seat, but I'm like constantly shuffling my legs. It's especially like, rude yeah. of them. 
when they decide to use that two inches of oh leaning back that they have. <laughs> and it's like, you as a passenger, you're paying like way overpriced tickets. You 100% deserve whatever like comfort you can get. But fuck you if I'm the person <laughs> behind you. I mean, it's, it is like, I, I, I want to strangle you. I want to <laughs> strangle you. Especially if it's like a, a kid. Like, kids don't deserve to be comfortable over an adult, okay? They don't need to lean their chair back. They don't. Inches. They don't. They're just being little little cunts. <laughs> That's really what they are. That's really what they are. But anyway, so uh, my feelings about um, economy class aside, which is the biggest bullshit. Just call it coach. Call it, like, shit. Call it fuck you class. Stop <laughs> calling it economy. <laughs> You're, 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 you're making me think like, oh, I, I'm thinking like I'm a smart businessman. Like, I saved a bunch of money and now I feel like shit for the next 14 hours. <laughs> Can't lose your business if you kill yourself out of fucking bull. Right. Oh my. That is That explains my head so much. It's like I'm uncomfortable on a plane. Might as well kill myself. <laughs> like, oh, I forgot about that too. I would always make suicide jokes like that and you oh didn't know God. me at all? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was so confused and concerned. Because <laughs> we were in China. <laughs> I think, weren't we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, so I remember specifically the first time you realized, like, oh, shit, this guy doesn't really know me. And I'm making suicide jokes constantly. I <laughs> were walking down the street trying to find... Some sort of food that looks appetizing, and <laughs> you're just you're just like getting so pissed off about all the people just staring at you. Everyone you're like six five walking down the street, and all these people are like, "Holy shit, who's this giant?" Yeah, and you're just like, "Can you stop staring at me? God yeah. damn it!" I'm gonna do <laughs> to that. Your favorite thing to say was like, "I'm gonna go get in the tub with the toaster." <laughs> Something like, like that. Yeah, I'm going to go. I think I was quoting, like, I think I forgot what that was. Some line I heard from some other comic where it's like, I'm going to go, I'm going to run a hot bath and open up a couple veins. <laughs> like, was, I think that's a Patton Oswalt line. But anyway, but yeah, I always like make like flippant, su like suicide jokes because it's like, I don't know. To me, it's like, I am, uh, what's the word? Inconvenienced. So really, like, my life is just, it's nothing. I'm inconvenienced. <laughs> I don't want to live a life of inconvenience, Andrew. I'd no, rather live of course not. on my terms, conveniently, <laughs> okay? And this is exactly where my nickname Salty for you came from, because you were so salty all the time yes. <laughs> in China that I was like, damn, that's a good nickname for you. Dog, I had fucking, I was constipated for like, I didn't <laughs> shit for like 10 days. <laughs> Almost like two weeks, I didn't shit. It was the most miserable, <laughs> miserable time in my life. And I remember we went to a like a vitamin supplement store, and you know the poo poo pills or whatever it was, what the yeah. fuck, whatever like supplement it was to like stool softener. It was like fifty dollars, fifty oh fucking God. dollars, and it was like a Costco sized jar of just like shit pills. Like, dude, I don't need. Oh my god! I, oh man, that might affect your mood. Not pooping for like two weeks. I was getting like legitimately scared, like because I'd be I like, because I remember like three days, 
I was like, all right, this is abnormal, but not crazy. Like, <laughs> this is, and then it was four, five, then I got to do a week. I'm like, this is not good at all. And I <laughs> start like looking up online to the best of my abilities because thank you, China, for having the best, best internet possible <laughs> yes. to not visit any site that would be helpful to me. <laughs> um, and then once it got to be like 10 days, we're like, oh, we got, we got to figure something out. We got, this is not good. Like I wasn't feeling sick yet. So like, but it was just more of the anxiety of like, I don't know. I think my body was just utilizing all of the poop and like breaking it down for, for energy because I was just so high strung. This is like week four or five. I mean, I've, I've been ready to go home. Woo. But like, okay, when you're talking about how people were always staring at me, when I'm, cause I remember I loved saying back to them because when we were in, cause we started in Southern China, like in Guangdong where they speak Cantonese. Yeah. And so we, we, we would hear, uh, Gui Lao, Gui Lao. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> like white devil. It was like foreign <laughs> devil or something like that. Yeah. Gui Lao. And so like people would be staring at me and be like, yes, yes, Gui Lao. Mm, yes. Foreign devil. <laughs> yeah. White devil. And we'd be crossing the street and you'd hear that and you'd just be like, oh yes, yes. Foreign yes, devil. Yes. Mm, That's sure. me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. Ah, boo. <laughs> oh my God. And this is like week. Two. No, this is week one. Like I, I didn't week, last yeah, very. I didn't last very long. There. I always think I'm like Spencer Sellens, world traveler. I lived in Korea for a year. I can handle this. And I'm like w- day three, screaming at the locals. Yeah, I'm a foreign <laughs> devil. What about it? <laughs> 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 but okay, so one of my probably the fa- my favorite looking back, the most the funniest thing that was said during that entire trip was I forget the guy's name, what his English name was. Who was the guy that would always like who was taking us around and stuff like that? In who, Qingdao? Who, who played yeah, Qingdao who played basketball. Peter. Peter, that was it. So one of so Peter was like our boss uh, asked Peter like, hey, can you take care of these guys? And so he would like drive us around. He played basketball with us. That was actually the best part about that trip was playing basketball. By far. That was fun. Which sucked for me because I had one good game. <laughs> and it wasn't even playing with you. It was playing like 21 with some random other dudes while we were waiting oh, for you yeah. and all the other guys to finish your game so then we could make like fours. Right. Th- I forgot what the reason was. But I was... Oh, my God. Like, I killed those two dudes. I straight up fucking murdered them as on the court. <laughs> on the court. Which I realize aren't basketball terms. Like, yo, I murdered that fool. Like, that's not a... It's not, but I just plowed through them. I basically just, like, took it to the whole Eurostep shit every time. They just didn't... They weren't able to strip it. Because, I mean, I'm not a very, like, dynamic player. Like, I don't really have, like... Well, he's got back to the basket. He's got Eurostep off the dribble. He's got that... Like, no. I got, like, two things. And they didn't even work. It didn't work at all. That whole trip. And... Oh, my God. But anyway, Peter. So Peter said probably the funniest thing that whole entire trip, which pissed me off so much in the moment. I feel like you remember this line. Oh, I, I like think you, okay. about this probably more than I should. 
<laughs> so 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 he he picks us up like one morning and to like just drive us around. It was like a weekend. He was trying to be cool and trying to be. It was great. So he picks us up. He's taking us around. I forgot where we, but we were driving somewhere. And he was talking about something, but then just shift the conversation and looks at me and was like, Spencer, why are you so fat? <laughs> and I was sitting in the back seat, just like, oh my God, I cannot believe he just said that. Like, I didn't even do anything. <laughs> like, I'm just like sitting there and we're just like driving to the car. He's like, hey, man tits, what's Why? <laughs> hey, tickle bitties. Can you see your dick? Like, what is going on, dude? <laughs> oh, my, oh, my God. makeshift studio is falling apart. <laughs> we anyway. were like going through this big tunnel when he brought yes. it up, too. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. I remember that. It was so weird. And then uh, I told them uh, it wasn't my fault. <laughs> I actually don't. I think my response, I think I was just so. Like taken aback by the question, like just just like, it was just what? so blunt. It was so blunt, and it wasn't even. It was just kind of like, why are your shoes untied? It was like such a genuine and yeah. blunt question. He was just like, Spencer, why are you so fat? <laughs> and you were like, you were so taken back and so offended, <laughs> and you like you could just hear it in your voice. You were like, oh yeah. You know, it's it's not my fault. I'm just fat. Just make fun of the fat guy. <laughs> he was just so offended. And I was sitting in the back seat trying not to, like, laugh too hard. Because I was like, fuck, I can't believe he just said that. It was so bad. <laughs> it was so, it was just, it took me by, it, it just, I was so caught off guard by it. <laughs> so genuine. Just so Hey, by the way, it was like a little kid asking a question. Mm -hmm. But then that became like that carried on the rest of the time we were there. Because yeah. do you remember when we were playing basketball that day? It was oh. just the three of us. Yes. And I actually wasn't playing. I was just watching, and you two were playing one on one. I was getting <clears throat> heated. You were getting pissed. I was getting heated that day. Because <laughs> you're like trying to back him down. Oh yeah. And he's just he's putting his entire body weight and strength into your back with his elbow trying to push you forward and yeah. he's saying, "Oh, so fat, Spencer. Oh, so fat." <laughs> I remember this. Oh, so fat. I remember that. That became like the motto, like the the the, the, the catchphrase for the whole trip was, "Oh, so fat." Oh. Like we would just say it cuz it was so I mean, in the moment, it, it, God, I was so fucking angry because I don't, dude. I've been, I've had fat jokes like forever. It takes a lot. It takes something. You got to be different in your approach, and I think, and I think his that's what it worked because no one's like here in America. It's always just like you know, haha. Like it's never like a why. It was just so genuine, Spencer. Like I see you in this, and you seem like a nice guy and everything. But like, why are you so fat? <laughs> he, he phrased it like he, he might as well have said you seem so you seem like such a great person but why are you so fat yeah like it's it was, so terrible <laughs> it was so funny oh my god and then 
I mean, that was, I, I mean, look, I lived in Korea for a year. I'm used to people, I'm used to, I'm used to people being like, uh, confused around me yeah. i guess we'll go with confused uh, maybe disgusted <laughs> let's go with whatever the local interpretation may be that being said you know it, it was usually in korea it was always just the older people who would just stare and like they would stare at me like tucker carlson or like your dog that looks at an answering machine like it's so like what 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 are you it, the the face on them was just like I haven't seen you since the war, except you gained a lot of weight in those sixty years, son. Oh man, the Korean War, not the Chinese War. That you know, good. That war is soon to come. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, right. God, that's. It sucks though that well I'm too, I'll be too old to be drafted when we go to war with China, but we'll probably be dead because if there's anything if they're gonna fuck with us, it's gonna be California. Oh yeah, they're gonna be We're shooting nukes into San Francisco. The easiest target. Easiest target is. I mean, what are they gonna do? They're gonna bomb Portland? Oh no! <laughs> where are we gonna get our quirky straws? And <laughs> where, oh no, the American kilt industry has died. <laughs> like, oh no, that was the that was that was the Pacific Northwest last <laughs> unicycle manufacturer. What the fuck, she? <laughs> what the fuck? So okay. Peter was obviously the superstar of the whole trip. <laughs> obviously. But like, okay, so where are we're like week two. What I definitely I want to touch on our first trip into that factory tower. Oh yeah. <laughs> so we started in the south in what, Shinda. Um or however the fuck you pronounce it. Dude, you remember when we went to that like military camp that was a company getaway in oh South my, China. Oh my god, I forgot about that, dude. I don't oh know what man. just made me think of that, but that was such a weird experience. Holy shit! I oh my god, yeah. This is the first weekend of our trip. This is the first weekend, and they sent us to like a um, it's like a, a workplace retreat. retreat. Exactly. Like a, what do they call that when you like you want to bond with your team building? Team building, exactly. A team building re- weekend. It's crazy. Oh my, god. oh my god. Which it was cool. I mean, but um oh my god, do you remember do you remember the finger the finger lifts? Yes. <laughs> we, okay. Oh my. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So we we gotta go in order though. So at this retreat, that I remember they first started off with like they get us in like a big, they get it was us all like in a an row. Amazing race thing. Yes, it was an amazing race. Exactly. They get us all in like this big group. They do like the the group warm ups and stuff. You know, we're all doing like calisthenics together. Literally to with up. like comrades at the front in military uniforms. They were wearing <laughs> fucking dark green. Oh my god! Yes, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. This is the first weekend, and we're like, oh my god, the CCP Imperial Guard <laughs> is fucking doing you know <laughs> Iron Man's with us. <laughs> Like, so they we're doing the calisthenics to warm up, and then they make us like run a mile around like the campus. And of course, I'm doing terribly. Like, and it was humid as fuck. Oh yeah. Oh Jesus it Christ! It was so bad. I could barely breathe. It was so humid. But like, there's all the. So it was like, let's say like sixty of us. And so there's twenty in front. 
including you, who have no problem running because they're they decided in life earlier in life. I'm gonna. <laughs> I have one life. I'm gonna spend it <laughs> utilizing it to the best of my abilities, like my body and making it healthy. <laughs> then in the middle, uh, well, let's say the, the middle. There's like the healthier but older people. And then in the back of the middle, but really in my own area, there's me. <laughs> there's me. And and then I think in the back, there was just like the people walking. I forget. It wasn't all girls, but, you know, it was mostly the women. <laughs> it's not me. It's China. Don't get mad at me. All right. They're the racist ones. I mean, sexist. Anyway. So it, and then I remember, though, because one of those older people that was in front of me, though, at like 75% into the race, he just like went over to this tree and just started vomiting. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he couldn't finish the race. So like I'm like coming up on like the last stretch of stretch of like the, the race or whatever. And I just see this old man just keeled over onto this tree, just vomiting violently on the ground because like he's so winded or whatever. <laughs> just like, it was and then you had like three of the comrades like consoling him. It was, it was so weird. And then we finally get back, and they. I remember that they told us specific because it's like a it was a university campus we were at, right? Yeah. I remember them they're telling us, "Hey, don't drink out of those water fountains." Oh yeah. <laughs> they specifically told, us, "Don't drink out of the water fountains." <laughs> it doesn't make us sick, the locals, but you, the Guaylaos, the foreigners, you will be sick. It will be bad for you. <laughs> yeah, but then we did, we did like um fucking tag, like we did um. We had like the oh, little the yeah. flag. It was like flag. I don't know what it's called, but like flag tag, where you have like a like flag football. You have this little little ribbon sticking out that that, that you pull it, and then that's that's how you're you're out or whatever. So that's they had right. that with like with tag, and they had like three or four different color groups, and you know greens, blues, reds, yellows, whatever. And we're all running around, <laughs> and we're all running around, and uh, the the little ribbons like. Like a tail, so you have to. You can't like. You can never have your back to anybody, because otherwise they'll take the the pull it and you're done. Yeah. But so I'm doing everything I can. Everyone's for going after me because they're just going after this giant like giant. Because you're the biggest guy. Yeah. Everyone wants to take you down. Everyone wants to take <laughs> down the big game. Exactly. No one. No one goes elephant hunting and brings back like you know a crocodile. <laughs> bringing back the goddamn you know big game hunting. You're not bringing back a rabbit. Anyway, so everyone's going after me, but like I'm just I'm being very conservative. I'm like always moving with my back to the wall and stuff like that around this part of like we're part of this university. And then so it's getting near the end and it's like maybe like five people left and the other 55 or whatever are on the other side of this big glass wall separating us because it was just like the wall. It wasn't really like specifically for any reason glass. It was just, you know, whatever stylistic. So, remember, your flags, your tail, and you always have to keep your back against the wall. So, like, no matter what you do. So, I, I have that mindset, and I'm, <laughs> I'm like, moving with everyone with my back to the wall, and this chick is trying to, like, grab my tail or whatever. <clears throat> I'm like, hell no, and I just back up against the wall with all these people, and it's the glass wall, and it just goes, boom, and it's all, like, vibrating <laughs> and shaking. And whenever you tell me afterwards, like, dude, when that happened – Everybody watching was like, oh, shit, he's going to die. He's going to go through the glass. The whole glass wall, like, because it was in sections. And that section that you smashed up against, like, it literally pushed out, I don't know how far, but 
probably half an inch. It was noticeable for everyone that was standing there. And everyone in the whole crowd that I was standing in watching this this epic battle of you try to save your tail, they're like, everyone just like gasped when you hit that wall. They were like, oh! And I don't know what they were saying because it was in Chinese, but I imagine it was like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> that fat bastard. <laughs> So that was a fun day. So that was like day one of this little weekend trip. And then I forgot what we did. And then flash forward, they took us to like a spa, remember? Yeah, we went on a like a... What did we do also? I forgot what else we did. We went to like a oh, big wait, classroom. Finger lifts. Yes, thank yeah. you. I'm so sorry. Thank you, Andrew, for keeping me on track. You, so they, they that's took, what I'm here for. Hell yeah, buddy. <laughs> so they took us to this classroom. Then the comrades came back. The comrades <laughs> came back. And their little goddamn, their goddamn, uh, their goddamn jumpsuits, and they're saying via through an interpreter for us. The next game we're gonna do is you know trusting your teammates. It was kind of like a version of a trust fall where it was you have like to like a trust fall slash work as a team. If yeah, you work exactly. as a team, you can do anything. Yeah, no matter what you do. And it's so we were, they were saying we can lift anyone in this room. The group of us with only two fingers. And I was like, what? And, you know, through four people with two fingers, like their thumb and their um, index, index finger. finger, basically they were able to like suit, not suture, but like link arms and stuff. There was some way that they was actually able to lift them up. Yeah. And it worked. They did it for the couple of, you know, regular sized people, locals. <laughs> it worked. They'd and like then sit of, in a chair and they'd put their fingers under the chair and the four of them would pick them up. And yeah. They did it once. They, they picked like the smallest person. They did it. it was, everyone's like, yay. And they picked like one of the adults. Well, they're all adults, but one of like the, the senior people uh-huh. and they did them. And they're like, Oh, that's cool. And then you just see the sea of heads. <laughs> everyone. Cause we're sitting in the back. You see the sea of heads just turn back and everyone there's 120 eyes just looking at me <laughs> like, are you going to go? <laughs> And they're like, the whole fuck, all these people are like, come on, fatty, duh, duh, da da da. Like, they were, come on, do it. So, of course, finally, out of peer pressure, I go and I do it. I get in the chair. And um, you were not happy about that. I was either. not happy about it at all. I was like, no, no, do not, please do not. I do not want to go up here. I was so, so uncomfortable. <laughs> Don't want to be up here, please. Like, I realize the ridiculousness of someone who wants to be a stand-up comedian not wanting to be in front of a room of people as the as the but it, not on my terms. It's got to be on my terms. It's got to be me telling jokes about my penis, okay? Not some you know four of the Spetsnaz. It's the wrong. It's the wrong country, Spencer. It's the wrong country. Anyway, so I got so these green berets came in. And, you know. So they put me in the chair. Shocker, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Because they see them like, uh, uh, and they like, it doesn't work. They, just, they, they try as hard as they can. It doesn't work. And I'm like, I don't think I told you this part, but like, I'm on the walk back to like where I was sitting before, like I was I was fighting tears. Like I was so just mortified, you were embarrassed. Mortified. I was Your mortified. Face, like, 
my god, dude. Like, I felt bad for you. Yeah, dude. Like, that was legitimately, like, it's funny. Like, haha, you know, Peter was weird and didn't unrealize, oh, why are you so fat? It's funny. It's funny because he, like, didn't realize, like, how weird of a question it would be to ask yeah. someone that. But, um, <laughs> I was just so, I was so mortified. I was like, because <laughs> of a fucking course <laughs> that. Eight fingers can't lift my fat ass. <laughs> Why was anyone shocked by that? The only people, sorry, everyone was shocked by that, except for me. Surprising. <laughs> so, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> that was real fun. Uh. This episode is brought to you by the Moral Combat Podcast. Moral Combat is a comedy debate podcast where five friends take pop culture topics and set up tournaments to decide which entry is the best. Every week, join Matt, Lauren, Greg, Johnny, and David as they argue each match, and listeners get the chance to vote on which entry they think should win. Wash, rinse, repeat until they crown a champion. I've been on the show before. It's a lot of fun. It's pretty silly. Um, it's not as heavy on the uh, Epstein references as this podcast, which, you know, can be nice for other listeners. But seriously, though, it's a lot of fun. I had a great time. The hosts are great. They got great chemistry. And uh, you know what? One of them even got me a job. All right? So there's there's your goddamn reason to listen to it. Because they're making me not homeless. Check out Moral Combat wherever you get your podcasts. And if you can, mention that Tangent sent you. It helps the show. It keeps me off the ledge. Do it, people. And they sent us to the spa. Which was great. It was great. A hot it was spring spot. Hot spring spot. It was fucking tits, dude. I loved that place. Was tits. sick. What am I saying? I'm like 1995. <laughs> tits, bro. <laughs> that was the tits. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, actually, yeah, they had a basketball court in one of the spas. Like, yeah, it was a like big a, ass pool. A giant hot spring pool mm-hmm. with basketball court in it. So yeah. that was fun. Well, that was fun. But it was it was a you know a series and escalations of like first they can't lift me up, then. <laughs> I gotta take my shirt off in front of them. Oh yeah, yeah. You were so, dude. After the after the whole chair lifting incident, like it was so bad for you. Oh my god, I I just became like a fucking monkey in the zoo. They're yeah. like, look at this. How did look at look at capitalism? This is what happens. <laughs> like they were all probably like pointing at me and then just like saying like communism chinese chinese communist party like talking points like probably this is your body on capitalism (laughs) i would love that i would love it actually if you're listening ccp because actually i think that there are government agencies listening to this podcast because there are way too many people in virginia listening to this podcast it's gotta be fucking langley it's gotta be fucking langley the cia is listening to this podcast if by chance uh, you aren't in the CIA, and you're a fan in Virginia. Thank you. <laughs> and if you are b- both in the CIA and a fan, welcome. <laughs> but anyway, so um, yeah, so basketball, basketball, yeah. So they're all like looking at me like just some like a shaved ape. They're looking at me like a shaved <laughs> gorilla. They're just like, oh my god, like who would do that to such a magnificent beast? <laughs> but so. Then we we're finally done. That was like the math. Was there anything else from that um, that uh, that that spa weekend? I don't really remember much Not else. Not really that I remember. No. Yeah. So then, 
Then, so this is all down southern China. Then they send us up north China, up in Qingdao. Dude. So I remember, okay, so they send us to, the reason why we're there is because they're building this factory to make elevator stuff. And they want to, um, they want us to like, you know, watch it as it build and like learn in like a more tactile way. It's, it'd be great to actually learn. They would, so they were supposed to be mm-hmm. installing like the elevator inside the office building that was it. while we were there mm-hmm. and beginning the installation of like the test tower elevator. But for whatever un- number of reasons, construction delays, it was super delayed. Super delayed. The pit was just like full of muddy rainwater and, and garbage yeah and garbage <laughs> it was just and so we <laughs> do that that was a rough few weeks yeah because we were there for like three weeks and this part of china like we were like in an, in an industrial park where they had just levied off part of the ocean they just like made land they made land out of the seabed and do you remember, like, do you remember the only, this is all, it's all vacant. There's like nothing around except for half built factories at most half built, most likely just vacant lots with getting ready to have a factory built there. But do you remember the only building that was completed in that, that whole area? Ominous. The, like, o- dude, the fucking game, not Game of Thrones, um, Hunger Games style <laughs> government building. That's such a good example. Dude, it was like. <laughs> At least 20, 25 stories high. Maybe like it was at least 15, 20 stories high, it felt like. Had this grand like hotel like plaza where you could drop. But it was just like the outside is like dark gray with these black windows. Exactly. Yeah. It looked like an evil building. It literally looked like where, oh, this is where like the, you know, this is where Superman is going to get murdered. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> like, and it, of course it was just basically empty. There's nothing in there. It was completely empty, except for like the cafeteria, the basement cafeteria where we got to eat lunch. They put us in the basement so we could eat lunch. It was so weird. And oh man, why was it always every day it was whole fish, every day, every and those little bread rolls, those little bread rolls, and I those were the only bread rolls that I like to eat. And that motherfucking duck face bitch <laughs> who wore the same suit every day. Oh yeah, that motherfucker. Oh my god, he dressed like the goddamn hamburglar. <laughs> oh my god. And he always like he always took like four pieces of bread. Like and he was always right in front of me in line. And there was every time, every time I got the thing, because it was always the only food that I really wanted to eat there was like the rice and like the bread and like some most times I ate whatever protein and veg they had. I just didn't really love it. But a lot of times they had the whole fish. I don't like whole fish. I don't like it. I pretty much lived off of white rice and those little bread rolls with little scraps of like chicken leg that they would have once in a while. Some cartilage. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, just getting to that factory though was insane. That fucking... the. That Coke Fiend driver we had. Oh my God. I don't know why. why Oh, because he had like... He had... Coke fingernails. That was yeah. It. That had, was it. He had like this, or was it only one? I don't know. He had like these perfect nails to just like, just put a little, <laughs> just put a little bump in there. Put a little, put a little bump. And he drove like he a drove man too. Dude, he drove like he was on his way to do his last line of cocaine. <laughs> like this dude drove like a fucking madman. He would split the gaps between eighteen wheelers. I'm like, oh, what yeah. are you doing, dog? 
But the crazy thing is that's how everyone there everyone was driving. Everyone drives like that there. And you stoplights know, don't mean shit there. Dog, it's a it's a it's a suggestion. Like we would have really appreciate it. Like, slow down and watch out for all the other cars that aren't going to stop at this red light. Mhm. Mhm. Do, do you remember like every like half a kilometer on the main Chinese roads, there would be just be like this giant fast pass style security camera checkpoint. Like giant it would just checkpoints yeah, everywhere. Everywhere, man. And it wasn't like you wouldn't stop. It would just be like this giant overarching cameras and lights over like, you know, just the regular, you know, Madison Avenue or whatever. It was literally like a toll bridge in San Francisco. Yeah, exactly. It was so weird. And, and it's always jam- constantly flashing because it was always taking pictures of the of the traffic. Yeah. Flash, flash, flash. It was so weird. It was really weird. I mean but the traffic at those things was horrendous too. So it'd be like a thousand cars trying to get through five lanes. Oh, Oh my God! And they'd all be just trying to cut the gaps, cut the yes. uh, shoot in front of each other. Jesus Christ! I remember though every morning though I would because I had some really, I had some some like hand me down hand me down Bose headphones, so like they were very loud, but they were very old, <laughs> so they didn't do a very good job of like containing the vo- the noise into just my ears. So I remember like we'd be driving. Like in the bus or whatever to the work site, and you just hear like my headphones just slapping <laughs> whatever I'm listening to. Yeah. Half the time it was just some stand up because that was the only like entertainment that we had, like I could access was uh, Spotify was available there. So I was able to like go oh, on yeah, Spotify. That was nice. Yeah, thank God. I was able to go on Spotify and like download a bunch of comedy albums because there was nothing, nothing on Chinese television. Dude. We should we should talk about our apartment there. Oh my god. Okay. So yeah, this this Airbnb we're in. Like on the thirty second floor of this giant yeah. apartment. Oh my which god. Which it, it was kind of cool being way up there. It was pretty like, dope. Yeah. Because it rained a few days. Yeah. And watching the rain from up there was pretty sick. Yeah, that is pretty dope. But that admit. apartment was so shitty. So cold. Do you you remember the the bathroom in there? Oh my god! No hot water. Like, no hot water, the shower head like over the toilet basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was miserable. That's super common though. I will admit that like the the shower in the bathroom like that's super common in Asia at least at least where yeah. I've been. I don't mind it. I just hated not having hot water. I mean, and dude, it was freezing. It was freezing cold water. It wasn't just like cold water. It was freezing cold water because it was we were. I mean, the climate was like. This is some real nerdy shit. We're on the same latitude as Pittsburgh. So it was, it was cold. It's cold there. as fuck, dude. dude. Holy shit. Oh, and I I don't know about you. I did not have good clothes for that. I had like a windbreaker. No, yeah, I had a quarter zip sweater and a windbreaker. So and that, it was like 30 degrees out there. Yeah, it was freezing every day and it was terrible. I had Man. maybe a hoodie. I think I had a hoodie and or I had a quarter zip, a little like a sweater and a hoodie and a and a, and a windbreaker. That was it. Did not That sucked. Whew, it was cold. Do you, so okay, I remember us being so we were the last week of us living there in that Airbnb. It lives up to the best story in my opinion of the whole trip. 
the best story. So we're we're there. It's the last night. It's the last night of us being in this particular city. <clears throat> and it's like we go home in maybe four days. So we're 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 we had like three days in Beijing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and then we're gonna the go last night before that. Exactly. And um so so it's a big dinner with uh, which is customary, you know, it's a big dinner with like the factory people we were working with and like the boss and you know the boss has a speech and you know it's a big it's nice. It's formal and it, this the boss being our boss from California, G. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Okay. So yeah, so he fucking there's not a lot of I love fish. I love fish. I don't really like much crustaceans. I don't like, you know, oh, uh, yeah. mussels and tri- <clears throat> We were in a part of China which is great for seafood. It's right on the coast. Right on the coast. It's great for seafood. If you love all types of seafood, fucking killer. So we went to this big seafood restaurant. And like it was mostly like mussels and stuff like that. Like ugh. so like I would choke down at anything that I could. But I didn't really eat much. And then they bust out the most heinous, vile substance that has <laughs> ever been invented. If you've ever had anything, fuck, Chinese fire water, baiju, it was, uh, it's, I'm okay. I remember it smelled like fruity pebbles and it tasted like death. Like it's straight, it, it tasted horrible. so bad. And so, but, so they want to get us, you know, it's, it's customary to drink. At these things, and we we got to give them the backstory though. Please, thank you. We had we're sitting at this giant round table in this room reserved for just our company. Mm-hmm. There's probably like twenty of us in there, mm-hmm. and it's just all like a big lazy Susan thing of seafood that was not very appetizing. So yeah. I was like trying to grab a little piece of bread whenever <laughs> it would come around. Because nothing else really was that good. Mm-hmm. And then we had like beer, mm-hmm. like Chinese beer. And then they start talking about this stuff, baiju. <laughs> and they're like, hey, you guys want some baiju? And every everyone in the table is just like staring at us when they ask us this question. They're like, you want some baiju? Oh. Just waiting for our response. And I was like, man, we've drank so much on this trip. Yeah. We haven't had had baiju yet. I don't want to do it if we can get out of this. They're asking us. <laughs> if it's up to me, I'm going to say no. But Spencer here, he <laughs> wanting wanting to please our host, he's like, oh, yeah, we'll have some baiju. And I, I, I remember just looking at him like, fuck, why are you doing this, man? <laughs> fuck up, idiot. <laughs> you fat fuck. But we didn't. I don't think you knew when you agreed to. I had no idea. Have us. I had no idea. This. They bring out a bottle of Baijiu and these giant shot glasses. They're like double shot size. Mm-hmm. And they fill one up for each of us. And it's just you and me with a whole bottle of Baijiu. <laughs> yeah. And then Peter had one shot. Yeah. But other than that, they got us a whole bottle of Baijiu to just watch us suffer Drink it. drinking it. Yeah. It was rough. So... Okay, okay, I remember this next part. So, I am, oh, what's it? Gom, cheers. Gombe. And, yeah, Gombe. So, cheers in China. 
Cheers in China. Cheers in China. <laughs> but uh, Gombe, I think it was, yeah, Gombe, which uh, is basically like, you know, bottoms up for more. I don't think, it, I don't know if it translates directly to that, but essentially it means drink up. You so, like tap your glass on the table exactly. and you have to down it. Yeah, whatever that's what it I thought. Is. That's what I thought. You got to down it. And so I did. It tasted like shit, but I just, you know, plugged my nose and went through it. And I remember putting the shot glass down and everyone at the table is looking at me just, <gasps> oh my God. Like, is he going to be Mouths okay? Mouths open just like, oh my God. I can't Jesus. believe he just did that. And, and, like, and then like the, the supervisor guy was, no, 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 just sip it. Just sip it. He was like, oh. Okay. Oops. Sorry. And then so fucking Peter, this goddamn madman, was like, "All right, well, let's fucking." He's like, "Fuck it." He let's pours go. me a double let's again. Go. He pours me a double again. And then so I'm like, "All right, I'm trying to be a good host." So I knocked that back. And I'm not a big drinker, dude. Like I'm really not. Like I'm a big dude, but I'm a pretty big lightweight for my size. So this is, you know, two beers and four shots in. Like I'm feeling pretty pretty drunk. With no food. With no food. With no food. Just like a couple breadcrumbs. With no food. And then what put me over the edge was I had another beer. I had one more beer. And Peter fucking spikes it. Well, I mean, he puts a bunch of fucking baiju in it. I'm like, all right, I'm drinking this oh shit too. Oh, my God. Dude. At that point, I'm just drunk. So I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> and then at this point, though, you're up in the, you're in the bathroom. Dude, I... There was like a little personal bathroom connected to our dining room. And I, after that second shot, dude, I was done. I I went in there. I was dry heaving like a madman, just puking my guts up. And every time I went back out there, you guys are like, Gombe, Gombe, another one. And I'm like, oh, my God, I need some food. I'm going to die over here. Oh, my God. So then we... We we stumble at the re- dinner's over and I I'm, I'm pretty sure they ended dinner early because yeah. of how fucked up we were. Yeah, yeah, they did. De- they definitely did. They definitely were like, oh, we fucked up. We got them too drunk. <laughs> dinner's over, guys. So they got us on our asses, dick in the dirt, drunk, and <laughs> we're we're literally stumbling out of the restaurant. We get into a taxi. Was, who who was that guy who Jerry Jerry that's Jerry he was like our neighbor he worked there but he was so he was in the taxi with us on the way back to our apartment helping us get get back essentially yeah <laughs> he was he really that's what he was doing is helping us get back um and then, like maybe five minutes into this trip you're like dog I gotta puke <laughs> so in like one fell swoop like as the guy pulls over. Like as I open the door, just in one like one smooth motion, just open the door, fall out, tuck and roll out of the fucking because you're in the middle seat. So like I got to get the fuck out now. So there's no time to waste, sir. I'm not trying to pay for this this man's dirty pukey taxi. So I like shoulder roll, fucking tuck and roll out of this goddamn taxi. Like I'm a, like like I'm in a movie, and <laughs> they're look the people in the car are looking at me like, what are you doing? And then you just. Pile out and just start vomiting everywhere. Like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) So bad. So bad. So bad. But then we, so we, we, we get home and I mean, I'm 
I'm fucked up, but I still haven't packed yet. I forgot to pack. Oh, yeah. I forgot to pack. <laughs> Not to mention, I'm like about to pass out drunk. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you're... Your drunk ass is trying to help my drunk ass. Oh, yeah, I gotta go get some. Oh, yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> so you like almost carry me into my room and drop me on the bed, and you're like, I'm gonna go get water downstairs. Because <laughs> there's like a there's like a corner store like at the bottom of our apartment complex. So like, I was gonna go down there because like I I've hated hangovers since I've gotten them. So like I know hydration is key for hangovers. So like just try and chug a bunch of water before we go to sleep. So I go down there, get some water. I come back up into the apartment. And in the apartment, you open the you open the door, and this is important to the story, the layout. So you open the door and it's like a long hallway um with a little step up because at least in this place it was like you kept your shoes at this little area right at the door, the door right right by the door and then you stepped up into the house um and right to your left as you walk into the house is a sliding glass door into the kitchen so just remember that as i as i continue so open the door to the front door take my shoes off it's fine trip over the awning into the home so to speak into like the hallway and basically stumble fall over oh shit Boom! Fall through the glass door. <laughs> Just completely fucking shatter it. Like completely shatter the glass door. I I like I try to put my arms out uh, to stop myself. And I just bloody up my hands from like the jagged glass <laughs> on the sides of the walls. It's all fucked up. I'm the washing machine was the washing machine uh, was in the kitchen. And so the door was open to the washing machine. So I fell through the, through the glass door onto the, onto the latch door of the washing machine, breaking that as well (laughs) into this big old pile of glass. And I'm just like, Oh fuck. How do I blame this on Andrew? (laughs) (laughs) This is like, this, I mean, I, I will admit that's. I legitimately thought that for like a quarter of a second. Like, how do I blame this on Andrew? <laughs> so, and at this point, like, I'm, I, I was like, all right, this, I don't know how I'm going to blame this on Andrew. <laughs> so I'm like, well, you know, um, this is going to suck tomorrow, but I still have to pack. So I pack up all my fucking clothes and stuff and just shove them in my bag with my bloody hands. <laughs> so there's blood all over the fucking clothes as I put it in the bag, which, oof, thank God I did not have. Can you imagine if fucking the Chinese TSA had opened my bag and seen like blood all over my clothes? Oh my God. We would have never left. Uh. But so, oh my God. So I'm packing the bag. We finally, we get up the next morning. I have, have, I have, the worst hangover I have ever had and probably will ever have. Ever. <laughs> ever. It was such a bad hangover that people were call like we met at a bus stop every day to go to the factory. We met a bunch of other factory workers there too. And one of them actually called our boss and was like, Yeah, they're fine. I think Spencer's really sick though. Because I was so like pale. Dude, I've never seen someone look so shitty from a hangover. <laughs> yeah. Like I woke up. And by some miracle, I was 
I was feeling fine. Yeah. I was tired, but I felt fine. And you, who had been up like most of the night trying to pack and just like completely drunk, barely slept. Oh, yeah. You just looked like hell. So I felt like hell. I looked like hell. And so we're on the way to the factory again, the last day. And the whole time I'm thinking like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. I have to tell my boss. Like, you know, <laughs> I fucking broke a sliding glass door. This is all in our Airbnb. Like I broke a door. I broke the washing machine. Um, we didn't. I didn't, I didn't clean it up at all. We didn't, like, cl- we didn't, we didn't clean it all. We were too drunk. We were too fucking... We were fall Because they moved up our date, too. Like, we were supposed to be leaving on, like... Leaving that town on, like, the Sunday. And they moved it up to, like, the Saturday. Yeah. Like, a day before. So, we had he no time. so bad about how shitty our experience was in that city that he was like, yeah, you're going to go to Beijing for a couple days on me. Like, <clears throat> like you guys... They're not doing the elevator anyways. I feel kind of bad that you've had to suffer through this. Go enjoy Beijing. So our departure date got moved up from Qingdao. Yeah. Oh, and then so they were on the bus. We get to the factory. I tell my boss, and he's like, it's fine. I don't care. <laughs> that was his response. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. Are you okay? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> that All right. Okay. It said, well, then we're on our way to the train station to go to Beijing. And it's it's just you, me, and my boss, I think. He's driving the van, I think, or something like that. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So we're driving, and I am, you know, it's finally the hangover's catching up to me. It's time to evacuate. So I'm like, <laughs> I got I to gotta puke. I got to puke. I'm like, Alex, pull over. And, oh, he, and he doesn't pull yeah. over. He just stops in the middle of the freeway. <laughs> he doesn't pull. He just stops where in the lane that we're in. And then I just pull the door open and just start. <laughs> just, just, uh, just my soul is coming out through my mouth. Like it is. I. Oh, God damn. <laughs> that was that was vicious. Puking. That was a. It was vicious, dude. Like, I felt like I was just in hell. Like, it was like painful puking. Like, I was just (laughs) so bad. And it was what was bad, too, is I spent the whole morning, too, like on the verge, like where it's like you got got saliva in the back of your throat. That's the worst. It's like, oh, I'm like five minutes away from puking. I spent the whole morning like that. Like, I actually even excused myself when we were like in the little office. I excused myself to walk outside and I was just jamming a finger in my mouth to like make myself puke. And I was just dry heaving. So like wasn't it was just making me even worse. Like, oh. But oh my God, you know, the things we do for our good looks, right? Um, <laughs> but that trip was interesting. We'll go with we'll go with interesting. Very interesting. Very interesting. And it uh that was the start of our beautiful friendship. friendship beautiful friendship but i'm not gonna lie at the end of that i was so tired of you <laughs> oh fuck yeah dog i hated you too i remember as i remember like me snapping at you in the elevator in beijing because i forgot what it was like, <laughs> i snapped at you about like the stupidest thing dog it was it was i don't even remember like i think it was like you pushed the wrong floor 
I'm like, you fucking idiot, dude. It's like, we're all going to the fourth floor. <laughs> it, was so, <laughs> it was so, like, we needed to, we needed our space. We needed to be apart for a while. <laughs> we just spent five <laughs> weeks. Like, we had spent five weeks together. We had known each other for seven. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, man. That, that was so rough. That was rough. But, you know, we didn't kill each other. That's, no, we didn't. Thank God. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I can't believe. I remember the one time that our internet went out. Right after I was texting Brittany that the, the <laughs> oh yeah, I was texting Brittany and I was talking shit about the Xi Jinping, and then like right after I sent it, the internet went out. <laughs> so like, oh oh, what have we just done? <laughs> what have we just done? Oh, we just get goodness. like a knock at the door. Ah, oh, that was a crazy experience, man. God, what a beautiful, beautiful trip. What a beautiful time to be alive. I mean. Shit, man, you got to come back soon. We can talk about it because you went back. I did go back. You did go back like a couple months later. Andrew, I appreciate the fuck out of you, man. I'm really glad that you got to come on this episode because I've always wanted to get you on here so we could talk more about this ridiculous trip. And Dude. oh, sh- nope, has to come on next time. I forgot to talk about that time that I peed in the elevator tower. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, forgot that to- next time. Next time, next time, next baby. Time. Well, right. I, I definitely appreciate coming on. Fuck yeah, Super dude. fun. Hell yeah. You're welcome back anytime. And if you're still listening, please consider supporting the show. Patreon.com slash TheTangentsPod. Check out the show on YouTube. Follow us on social medias, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Fucking just live your life. I love you. Bye-bye. <laughs>